Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell rock. Just kidding. I'm not going to make you sit through that. My daughter makes me sing every single night a lot. And so I've been singing a lot more than ever lately. And she is liking the Jingle Bells song. Makes us sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and then You Are My Sunshine over and over and over on repeat like a minimum of 10 times a night. So that's fun. What are your children's bedtime routines? I'd love to know what you do with your children at night. We don't actually really read to her very much. She's not a storybook kind of girl just yet. She's more so a make my parents sing every single song in the world type of girl and then try to use the potty 15 times. (laughs) That is where we're at with having a two and a half year old. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the holidays. I wanted to just share with you a little bit of my life was like as a child, what holidays mean to me now that I have a family, now that I'm a mom, um, how they looked when I was chronically ill and in university and doing all that kind of stuff and just kind of get into it and share a little bit about my past and my views on the holidays. So I want to start all the way back to when I was a little girl living in the part of Winnipeg called Transcona. One of my first memories of Christmas is we had this big window, at least it's big in my mind as a kid, and Santa would go down the streets with reindeer, I'm not even joking, pulling his sleigh and going ho, 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 and like shaking his bells. I've actually seen him within the last few years, but that was one of my first memories is I saw him through the window and I was just like, are you kidding me? He's real. (laughs) Another memory is I'm an only child, so it's just me and I have a really big family, a lot of cousins, a lot of aunts and uncles. When I was really young, we would go to like five different places on Christmas Eve and there was so many houses, so many presents. I was the only kid kind of in this really, really big family. Yeah, just I don't even want to go through how big the family is. It's a big family. There were lots of different people to see, but I was only a kid. So one of the other memories I remember is I was at my grandma's house and everybody was there. The whole family was there and there were no presents under the tree. And I'm like, what the heck? Did Santa forget? And then I don't know how they did this because in my mind, everybody was in the living room. And then we heard some commotion and that I ran into the into the kitchen And the kitchen in my mind as a child was packed with presents, like just completely full. And like, I was like, are you, where did he come from? And to this day, I really don't know who did that. I doubt my family even remembers because it's such a core memory for me, but I'm sure someone put all the presents in the room, but it was a huge, it was a huge memory for me. So Christmas was always really special because I am very much of a family person And although I never minded being an only child, like a lot of only children say, oh, I wish I had a brother and sister. I never really felt that way. 
I was very much of a kind of kid who could play by myself. My mom always says he would put me in front of pots and pans and I would sit there for hours. I did crafts. I played. I drawed. Like, I drew. I never really longed for more. And maybe it's because I had such a big family. Like, my mom's best friend, her daughter is, it's like eight months younger than me. We're, she was my maid of honor. We're best friends to this day. Her name's Jessica. Uh, my second cousins, we were around them every single weekend. I went to Polish school and catechism on the weekends. So it never felt like I was really lacking, minus maybe because I was bullied in school and, you know, like that whole situation. But I loved the holidays because it meant I got to see everyone. It meant I got to hang out with the adults. I was always one of those kids that just wanted to sit around adults. And so we are, um, our, our family is Polish. We all come from Poland. I was the first born here in Canada. My mom actually came over on a boat with her family. My dad flew as a refugee, or I think he was a refugee from Poland to Germany and then flew here. But anyways, I was the first one born in Canada. So it was so nice to like have all of these Polish traditions. There was no meat on Christmas Eve because you, I don't know why to actually be fully honest. My mom's going to kill me. <laughs> I should know, but I don't remember. There was no meat on the table. There was at least 12 dishes for the 12 apostles. There was definitely always more than 12 dishes. There's red borscht, which is my favorite part of Christmas. Oh my gosh, the red borscht. We all got to dress up nice and fancy. I, I remember as a kid, like I would just be ready. I would eat and I'm ready to go and open the presents. I'd be like under the table, just like waiting, anxiously waiting to open the presents. And then all the attention was always on me because I was the only kid. And so I don't know if maybe that is what made me really love Christmas or just the fact of getting to go from different family's house to different family's house and enjoy the presents and the happiness, like the joy that Christmas brings. I also really love giving gifts. I think it's probably like my third or I might maybe my like third love language. So it was like every single year I would make crafts and give to everyone. And we still do that with Alicia or at least attempt to even as an adult, I would still do that. So Christmas really is the holiday that I enjoy the most, that I have the most fun, even though like as an adult, of course, it becomes more stressful. As a mom, it's so cool to kind of rethink of all the things that make me excited about Christmas. Like for a few years there, putting up the Christmas tree was like almost felt like it was, I don't know, out of habit or obligation. But now this year, I'm so excited. Actually, by the time you're hearing this, the Christmas tree hopefully is up. But I'm so excited in this moment to put the Christmas tree up with Alicia and have fun setting it up. I'm so excited to see her on Christmas morning because it's going to be kind of the first Christmas she remembers as a two-year-old. So there's so many things that I feel like being blessed with a child gets me more excited about life again and just like the small things that you forget as an adult. So that's really cool. Now, those are the things that I'm looking forward to now. And then I want to touch on what it was like to be chronically ill during the holidays. So there was one year I remember very clearly. It was prior to even being with my husband now. I was in the hospital. I was. It was during exam periods in university. I had fainted at an ex-boyfriend's house. Obviously, he was a boyfriend at the time. And he was very horrible about it and made my parents come pick me up and had a party that night. It was a whole situation. He was not a very thoughtful person or accommodating to my illness. But nevertheless, I was extremely ill and ended up in the hospital. And I got out a few days before Christmas, but I really didn't think I was going to. And those are the moments that are just really hard as someone who's chronically ill is just knowing 
that your life is in the hands of professionals that you don't even feel competent in, but also that you're missing out on so many different things. I very clearly remember that year getting out like the day before Christmas Eve and as a family, we, we, we celebrate Christmas Eve and going to the hospital or going to the mall with my dad to pick up some Christmas presents and not even being able to walk a few steps, having to sit down at every single bench along the way because I hadn't gotten out of the bed in the hospital for at least two weeks. I get into this place when I'm in the hospital that I feel like I'm in jail, like I feel very resentful for being there, even though I'm thankful they're helping me and saving me and helping me. I get in, like, it's almost like hospital depression, or I do have for sure PTSD from medical procedures. So I typically, now now that I'm more cognizant of it, the last, say, years back, I did get out of bed more. But when I was younger, uh, a young adult, I would stay in bed for weeks. I would obviously go to the bathroom and all those types of hygiene things. I wouldn't walk around the halls. I wouldn't go out downstairs or anything like that. I would be in my room. And so I was so weak. And I just remember like many years at the Christmas table, not being able to help clear the dishes because I was in so much pain, but feeling so guilty for not being able to help or not being able to like stand up and go pass the presents to everyone, which I should be because I'm the youngest, right? But my stomach would hurt so bad or I would have an accident if I tried and not being able to eat all the yummy goodies that I liked and really being sad about it because I knew it was going to hurt my stomach. Other things that was really hard as someone with a chronic illness is having family members comment on your weight. Not so much my close family members, thank gosh, (laughs) but, you know, the more kind of extended family, just like either, you know, oh, you've gotten bigger or you need to eat a sandwich. Like there's so many times that I just uh, was so upset about those comments. But overall, I'm really, really thankful for the holidays. I love to, you know, spread joy and do different things. And I love going to holiday mass at my church. And I love seeing the joy and like just the overall spirit of the holidays is so much fun. And I love learning about different people's traditions and different cultures and what they do for the holidays. Like it's so cool. And it's so cool for us to all come together and really just celebrate each other and celebrate this time of year and do something fun while it's extremely cold outside. So that is kind of just my background, my story, where I come from as a young girl, first generation, first generation Canadian? I believe that's true. First kid born in Canada and our traditions and how it impacted me to be sick and successful during the holidays. If you're listening to this, I would really love to know how you felt about this episode. If you have a second to just go to Apple, rate a five-star review, and tell me what your thoughts of this episode were. Did you like it? Did you relate? Are you going to have some happy holidays? Wish me a happy holidays. Let's spread the joy, spread the cheer. Honestly, those reviews are the best way for people to find this podcast, and so that is your little way to help other people find this community and feel heard and feel seen and to support me as well. It's like the tip jar of generosity and where you can give me a little Christmas present. (laughs) So thank you again. Remember, dream big. It's possible for you and your next version of success is around the corner. Happy holidays! 